return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Bless you. Deb's got a message for us tonight again. Let's welcome Deb Kalsbeck as she comes to share the Word of God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we're yes. just so grateful for your word. Your yes. word that's hallelujah. alive. Your word that's active. Your word that's full yes. of life-giving power. Lord, thank you that heaven and earth could pass away, but your word will amen. never right. pass away. It's forever settled in heaven. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, I ask for your Holy Spirit thank you, Jesus. to stir our hearts tonight. Make every yes. word to be full of that life yes. that we just talked about. Yes. Refresh your people, Lord. Revive us. Amen. Strengthen us. Refresh us, Hallelujah. Lord. That our lives are being much, much glory to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes. So, we're going to talk about renewing your mind part I started this about 10 days ago, and um, I shared with you this concept in regards to uh, the Olympic athletes. I think this summer we'll be getting to watch the Olympics from Tokyo. Those athletes, they're preparing right now, but when they go, they will take their own specific sport coach. They will also take with them a nutritional coach so that their bodies can function at top efficiency, they will also take with them a mental coach. Now, why? Why does every NFL team hire a mental coach? Why do all the CEOs of the great big companies bring in peak performance consultants? Why? Why? Because a negative mind will never produce a positive life. Because until we learn a new way of thinking, we can't begin to master a new way of living or being. And friends, Jesus Christ has called us to the new and living way. We are brand new creatures in Christ. The Greek actually says a new species of being. When we are born again, friends, the kingdom of God enters us. We enter the kingdom. I mean, it just comes. We are stepping into God's world yeah. where everything is new everything's yeah. supernatural yeah. the holy spirit takes up residence in us yeah. actually seals us and marks us as his own yes. and he begins this glorious process by which we become partakers of his divine Amen. nature now last time i shared a little bit too about this miracle of transformation that occurs when we renew our minds mm-hmm. with the washing of the word of god We've actually been commanded, Romans 12, verse 2. Do we have that scripture there for us already? Um, Be ye transformed. It's in command form. It's our responsibility to meditate, to study, to read, to take in. And can we go right to that next scripture in uh, 2 Peter? It's our job to take in these great 
and precious promises. Why? So that through them you may participate in the divine nature. This is the plan that God set up. And we can escape then the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Now going back then to verse 3. His divine power has given us everything we need. I mean, we just have to underline that. We're not missing anything, friends. Everything we could possibly need to prosper and to overcome and to succeed in life and to do it to the glory of God has already been given to us. But please notice, how do we access this divine power? His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and virtue. Or some of the translations say, to his glory and goodness and virtue. So this great God of ours has destined for us to succeed in this matter of life. He set it up for us to prosper, to overcome, to prevail over every opposing force. And he does it by giving us his holy word and his Holy Spirit. Am I still on? Okay, very good. And this abounding, overflowing, completely sufficient amount of grace that's constantly flowing to us. Now, the average Christian believes that, well, grace, we need that to get saved. (laughs) And friends, I am super duper grateful for forgiveness. I am so grateful for the shame and the guilt all gone that I've been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. But friends, we've got to have grace for a little bit more than that. Colossians 2, 6 says that as we have received Christ, that's how we walk. Every day it's by grace. And what's grace? Well, you can just define it as divine power. Or it's also known as favor. It's a two-sided coin. This grace, friends, is meant to be an overcoming force in our life day and night. But again, the only way we can access it is through the knowledge of him, the Bible says. 2 Peter 1.3 So this, our spirit man, every one of you in the room under the sound of my voice who's been born again, your spirit man, your spirit woman is perfect. Yes. You have the divinity, the righteousness of Christ. Yeah. You've taken on his innocence, Amen. his blamelessness. Yeah. Your, your spirit man is loaded with hope, loaded yeah. with love, absolutely Amen. overflowing with power. Yeah. But now the rest of our life, it's getting our souls, our minds, will, and emotion to catch up with where our spirit Amen. is at. Yeah. Right. That's where this whole business comes of yeah. renewing our minds. Now, I also shared last time about this miracle of metamorphu. That's that Greek word that shows up four times in the New Testament. One of them is in Romans 12 that we've been studying about. Be ye transformed. It really means be metamorphosed. And it shows up in both transfiguration accounts. So the command could also be read, be ye transfigured. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, and we read last time we were together from Luke's account, and we saw the splendor and the radiance, and yeah. it talked about how Jesus' clothes took on this glow and this yeah. iridescence. Yeah. Well, friends, that happens to us when we are in the Word of God. Now, the fourth time, I haven't showed you this yet, that this word metamorpho shows up, and let's take a peek at 2 Corinthians 3, mm-hmm. verse 18. 
But we all, with open face. Now, that means open heart. That means you took the mask off. You took um, the pretense off. You took away the hypocrisy. You're just exposing yourself to Christ. Beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Can we read it now then from the Amplified Classic? All of us now, as with unveiled face, talking about the heart, an unveiled, an uncovered, an unpretentious heart, because we continue to behold In the word of God, as in a mirror, James talks about the word of God being like a mirror. The glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured, transformed, changed into his very own image in ever increasing splendor. And from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. Ah. Isn't this exciting? Now, last week I talked to you about one of the consequences or results or positive things that happen in our life when we get into the Word of God is that we can access higher and deeper levels of peace and joy and hope in any of God's stuff. Yeah. Just by getting into the Word of God. And then did you see, um, where was that? What was I thinking of here? Okay, I lost my train of thought. I wanted to say something. Oh, okay. It says that we're beholding, as in a mirror, the glory. The glory of the Lord. So I've just got to stop and ask you, when you're reading your Bible, when you're having your devotions, when you're opening it, do you actually see this? Perceive this as the glory of God. You know, we got to admit, sometimes we react like, oh, I've seen this before. I've read this before. Been here, done that. But we have to start seeing this as the glory of God. And this is what the Bible says, is that we are actually beholding, as in this mirror, the glory. The glory of the Lord. Now, like I said, it's an amazing plan that God has set up for us to become like him. We behold and we become. I think those are words from Graham Cook. We behold and we become. We gaze and we get. We dig into his treasure and he steps into our lives. The treasure. Doesn't the Bible say we are jars of clay who hold this treasure Why does he choose to put it in jars of clay, earthen vessels, imperfect people? So that all surpassing power is going to show up and obviously be a God and not of us. All right. So number one, I did share this last time we were together. We got to one point. (laughs) One good, good reason to be at work pursuing this business of renewing our mind. And that is because God wants us to prevail. I don't know if it's ever crossed your mind, well, I think I was kind of meant to fail here. 
No, that is not truth, friends. Amen. God has Amen. set it up for you to win, Amen. for you to be victorious and yes, to be Lord. an overcomer. Yes. And if it hasn't happened yet, just keep working at it because yeah. it's coming in Amen. your life, friend. Yes. God wants to prove to every principality and power out there, there's actually a scripture that says that, that we have the victory, that Amen. we are overcomers, that the mercy of God yes. should be on display and you're yes. in my life all oh, the yeah. time. But we're not going to even know that if we don't get into the word. Yep. Hallelujah. Yeah. And friends, it can't happen just periodically. Yep. It's sure not going to happen by osmosis. Right. We have got to have a plan. And we've got to yep. get to the place where we know that we know that we know yes. that when Jesus said it's finished, it was done. Shame, gone. Guilt, gone. Redemption, here to stay. Every curse paid for it and gone. Number two reason. Can we go to number two now? <laughs> we must relentlessly renew our minds so that we can become everything he wants us to become. So that his good purpose will be completely fulfilled. So that we can increase in splendor. Yes. Ooh, I feel like we should just stop and think about that. Say that to yourself. I'm supposed to increase supposed in, to splendor. in splendor. Whew. Increase in splendor. Yeah, hallelujah. Whatever level you're at now, maybe you just consider yourself at, at level E. Well, guess what? God wants you to go to F and G. Yeah. And maybe this year you can get to P. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But he's taken us on. In fact, the word for tonight, I believe, from the Lord is more. God has more blessings for you. God has more health for you. God has more financial prosperity for you. God's got more fruitfulness in your ministry for you. Hallelujah. Now, friends, we're the ones who decide how much of God and how his fullness we really want in our lives. And it will always be in direct proportion to how much of the word of God we have in our hearts. And not everybody believes that, I know, but that's why I'm on this little series right here, because I'm convinced that it's all connected to the Word of God. So let me put it like this. Does anybody have any change in, in your life that you'd like to see? Like maybe just a person. Maybe there's just one person, maybe two or three. That you'd like to see some changes. How about your finances? Would you be okay with a change? How about in your health? Maybe in the world? Maybe where you work? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we've got this desire to see changes. Mm -hmm. But most of us are convinced that what we really need is a divine intervention. That if God would show up, the God of the breakthrough. Now, friend, that's one of my favorite messages I've ever preached. He is the God of the breakthrough. But we can't have this mentality that, okay, God, just show up, Joe. Just do this now. And that God will all of a sudden pop in and boom, you're going to be healthy. Boom, you're going to have different financial life. Boom, you're going to be more fruitful. Or somebody said you're supposed to say, bam. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, it doesn't work that way, friends. The truth is that change starts on the inside of us. Hallelujah. That's this whole system that God has set up to transform us, to change us from the inside 
out. Look one more time then at Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, do not be conformed to this world. In other words, don't be molded by, shaped by the world's pressures and the world's problems and the world's cynicism. Do you know that we get to decide which mold we're going to be shaped by? Amen. We're the ones who decide. Yep. Everybody faces trouble. Yep. I mean, two different people can go through the same similar thing. Yeah. Talk True. about what? Um, an ugly divorce. And yeah. one person will come through it and be hard and cold and bitter and walk yeah. away from God. Yeah. Another one will get on their face before God. And open the word of God yeah. and find out who they really are. Yeah. That they are valued, that they yeah. are loved. Amen. That God has better days yet ahead. Yeah. So it depends on us, really, yeah. what we're going to do. It does. Yeah. Will, there, will we take on the victim yeah. mindset or will we position ourselves to receive from God's word? Yes, and God says, I want you changed. I want you transformed. Yeah. I want you metamorphosed. And we're all familiar with the, the metamorphosis that goes on for the butterfly. Yeah. How does it start? It starts with this slimy little worm crawling in the dirt. Yeah. And then through this process, I mean, you should study it. I studied it once for another message. They, once he's in this cocoon, all this stuff starts to happen. His whole insides change. It just it changes yeah. completely yeah. in any way. Then he becomes a soaring, beautiful butterfly. Well, that's what happens to us, friends, when we get into the Word. We, we start out selfish and empty and depressed yeah. and pessimistic, and God can change yeah. us into vessels meat for the Master's use. Amen. What does the Word of God say? Be ye transformed by the renewing Amen. of your mind. Right. Actually, oh, there we go. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, yes. Jeannie posted this really nice uh, podcast a week or so ago, two weeks ago, from Andrew Womack. And he was talking on this same subject. And he explained, which I hadn't realized before, that this word prove has to do with a manifestation, um, a disclosure. In other words, if you want in your life to see some of that good and some of the acceptable and some yeah. of the perfect stuff God's got in mind for you, yeah. it goes back again to us getting our minds renewed Amen. by the word of God. John eight thirty one says, if you continue in my word, yeah. then are you my disciples. So if we aren't in the word, friends, we can't even call ourselves his disciples. <laughs> now, I have people tell me all the time, I don't have time to read the Bible. Or, I hate to read. I've heard that so many times. I hate to read. I'm too busy. It's too boring. Or, there's a couple. I've read the Bible already. I know everything that it says. Wow. <laughs> well, this is what I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you those changes you're kind of hoping for. Well, you better just keep hoping because they aren't going to be coming. Not till you start getting your mind renewed by the word of God. Those miracles that you are praying for, you just better keep praying because they won't be coming. Not till you do and get busy with this business of renewing your mind, my mind. I mean, God's been speaking to me too, friends. 
We've got to hear it. We've got to hear it and hear it and hear it to the point of saturation until it gets down in our hearts and then we mix it with faith. Remember our friend Kevin? You got to mix it with faith. And until we get to that place, we won't be experiencing the miracles or the changes. Now, the enemy has been working way over time telling men and women, you know, you just don't need it. It's not that big a deal. He's well aware, isn't he, of the power that there is in the word of God to change a life. It's the entrance of God's words Mm -hmm. that produce light. Every single word, friends, every single word is God-breathed. The breath of Yahweh, isn't that how Bill Vanderbush said it? Every word releases strength. Every word releases direction and correction. Every word oozes with hope and faith and love and encouragement. And yet, we see no need. Mm -hmm. We have health issues, we have finance issues, but again, most Christians are looking for God to just magically touch. That's right. And yet, God set up this process. This is God's process. And it will produce health, friends, and it will produce prosperity. Let's look at Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. This is from the Passion Translation. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Now, you know, the New Testament says the same thing, Romans 8, 6, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So, sorry, then let's go back to, if we could, verse 21 in Proverbs. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life. And make sure you're looking at the screen here now, because otherwise you're probably not going to believe me. They will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Meditating on the word equals radiant health into the very core of your being. Yeah. David understood it too. Psalm 107.20, he said he sent his word and healed them. He also said several times in, isn't it Psalm 119, how the word has the power to quicken. Quicken is actually a word in the New Testament too. Romans 8.11, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, It shall quicken you. Well, how can that happen? You might say, is it the Holy Spirit or is it the Word? Is it the Word or Holy Spirit? Well, who wrote this? The Holy Spirit. This is, in fact, the devotional I read this morning said that Jesus is the Word. And the Word is Jesus. Yes, so you spend time in the Word, you're spending time with Jesus. Hallelujah. So my point number three. We need to have our minds renewed so that we can have life and peace and radiant health. And number four, we need to renew our minds and the words so that he can bless us and prosper us. Now, I know a lot of the church is so afraid of this word prosper, but friends, just put the word succeed in it then. Amen. Joshua, Moses had just died. 
devastating for the whole nation. Like, I mean, this man was quite the leader. And here's Joshua, big shoes he's got to fill. He's a little bit intimidated, like, I don't know how I can possibly do this, Lord. But God comes to him and says, listen, Joshua, I've got a method. (laughs) I've got a process. I have a way for you to succeed. And he wasn't just talking to Joshua, friends. It's in the word of God so that all of us can hear this. Joshua 1.8. This is from the NIV. Do not let this book of the law... Now, the book of the law has to do with the first five books of the Bible, but that's all Joshua had at that point. We got a whole lot more, friends. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate. That word has to do with chewing and digesting and then chewing it again and chewing it and meditating and digesting it and taking it in so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will succeed. Then you will prosper and be successful. Now, I just want to give you another big hint, hint, hint. If you've been thinking, like, I don't know how I can get more word of God in me. Well, here's a big hint right here, friends. Did you know that if you just take a word, a scripture, and personalize it and start declaring it? Declarations. Maybe, I I remember some saint saying to me recently, you know, we just never did this declaration thing. Well, it's kind of a cool thing that we finally figured it out, right? (laughs) Because here it is, we're supposed to be meditating on it. And if you will say it and say it, say what you're really trying to deal with is um, finances right now. Well, then just find some of those verses. My God shall supply all of Deb Callsback's needs. Just put your name in it and say it 20 times during the day. Guess what? That's a proven way to transform yourself, be transformed a little bit more because you're going to hear a little bit more word, and it's going to increase your faith. Hallelujah. So God set this whole thing up to be our guide for success. This is his plan A. Now, we've talked about it before in our lives when we make mistakes that there's a plan B and a plan C and a plan D because God can take us wherever we're at and work with us. But friends, this plan for transformation has one plan and one plan only, and that is to get the word of God into us. Now, it's not as hard as we think. Yes, it'd be awesome if you all just love to read. Some of us don't. Well, you know what? There are how many Bible apps out there now? How many? The one that I downloaded, version, Peggy introduced me to, uh, it even has devotionals, by the way. If you think, I just don't know which way to go. I don't know what to study. They have hundreds of choices. There are 62 versions of the Bible. If you don't want King James, then do another one. They have 62 different versions, and I found 15 of them. You just push this little arrow, and it will read it to you. How can you beat that? Praise God. And I saw a little thing online the other day, 16 ways to get the scripture in your heart. I mean, there are ways to do it, friends. There are thousands of beautiful devotionals out there. Glory to God. But nothing replaces pure time. In the word of God. It really does matter, friends, what we put into our minds. And I mentioned this last time. Most of the Church of America spends more time and money 
safeguarding their phones and their computers than they do their own minds. Yeah. I'm telling you, we've got to make this a relentless pursuit yeah. to develop the mind of Christ. Amen. To impart truth to our inward parts. To be transformed and changed from the inside out. Because here's my reason number five. The just shall live by faith. Or the righteous. That's you and I. Romans, is it? I wrote down 117, but it's 1017, isn't it? Oh, it is 117. All right. The just shall live by faith. And this is a quote from the Old Testament. Now, I have a silly question for you maybe, but I got to ask. Has anyone in the last two days, three days, well, if we have to stretch it to seven days, has anybody thought about money? (laughs) Oh, you have. Okay, we all tend to think about money on a regular basis. Have you ever heard the quote that faith is the currency by which we connect and receive from God? So I'd like to suggest that as much as you and I think about money, like, I, I could use a little more, or, I mean, after Pastor Dave's messages lately on prosperity, some of us should be even thinking, oh, what could I do? Wouldn't this be exciting? I could give to this wonderful work if I had more, yeah. or if I saved more. I would like to suggest, friends, that as much as you and I think about money, that's how much God dreams about the currency of heaven for Amen. you and I. Yeah. Can't you just hear God thinking, oh, if that Deb Callsbeck could just get her faith up to believe for the miraculous in her daughter's life. If that Deb Callsbeck could just believe and contend for her nation and all I want to do. If she could just grasp the destiny I have for her and the wide open doors that are still ahead. I have so much abundance and so much increase and so many blessings I want to release to her and through her. And friends, I'm convinced that God is dreaming like that for you. Because we can't receive any of these blessings without faith. And God has a whole bunch of blessings he wants to impart to you. So how do we do that? Friends, to increase our currency in the kingdom, we have to increase the word of God in our hearts. And if we want to increase our faith and begin to receive all that God's meant for us to receive and accomplish, we have to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. Colossians 3.16. Now, what does richly mean? means in abundance. It needs to be more dominant than the lies. It needs to be bigger than the problems. Light and truth that floods our souls to the point of saturation. And again, that's not going to happen by accident or osmosis. It's got to be a relentless pursuit of ours. So how do we get faith? Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then we need to hear it. And then we need to hear it. Until it finds place in our hearts. And wait, how are we going to know when it finds place in our hearts? It's going to start coming out of our mouth. Amen. So we have to start listening to what's coming out of our mouth. Because sometimes we don't have quite as much faith as we thought we did. Yeah. And we hear ourselves saying things like, uh-oh, that didn't exactly express the faith that God's wanting me to have. 
And if we discover we're a little short of faith, what do we do? We just do it again. Read the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Believe it. Mix it with faith. Declare it with faith. Until what we are saying is agreeing with what God is saying. Fact is, we are actually framing our worlds with our words. And there's reason number six right there. Your world will be what you've been speaking. Mm -hmm. What's going on right now in your life is what you've been saying for the last five years. Basically. (laughs) Your world will be what you've been speaking and you've been speaking what's in your heart. And what's in your heart is what's been in your mind. And what we really need in our mind is the word of life, the word of truth, the word of hope, the word yes. of love. So we've got to quit expecting magic in our life, friends, and build faith and build integrity and build passion. We need to cooperate with God in his method. Yeah. Hallelujah. Of transformation. Because every one of you are key to what God wants to do in the earth. Every one of you. He really wants to use you. So, I got a few declarations for you. You ready? Yes. All right. I am being transformed by the word of the Lord. All right, let's say that one again. I am being transformed by the word of the Lord. One more time. Now, say it with faith. I am being transformed By the word of the Lord. All right, let's go on. I commit myself to hear the word of God. To sing the word of God. To declare the word of God. Until my mind is so full of the word of God that I think in love, that I think in faith. That radiant health is mine. That prosperity is mine. And success is mine. And victory is mine. I am more than a conqueror. Who say that one again? I am more than a conqueror. And I'm reigning in life by one Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're taking us from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are actually giving us the fragrance of Christ, Lord. I read that just this morning. Hallelujah. That as we spend time in the presence, we take on the savor of his knowledge. Did you ever see that phrase before? The savor of his knowledge. That's something that happens in his presence. We take on the fragrance. It's like being really close to your mate when he has aftershave on. Right? You you take on that same smell. We can take on the fragrance of Christ, friends. We can be moving from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. So thank you, Lord, that you're changing our attitudes. You're changing our habits. You're changing our priorities. You're changing our schedules. Glory to God. You are transforming us and making us brand new creatures in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 We love you so much, Jesus. Thank yes, you. Lord. Oh, blessings on you, every single one of you. Amen. Let's renew those minds. Hallelujah. Amen.
Praise God. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.